Hello and welcome back to N of One, where a multi-viewed perspective on health is brought to light for anyone that wants to help change the world one fraction at a time by helping themselves first. This is episode four, Gut Brain, It's Insane. It definitely is. So we've been going through a lot of topics uh, from episode one, two, three, and now to episode four. So if you were not able to listen to the previous podcast, um, I believe they are important, and I did them in a specific order in order to emphasize uh, particular subjects that are fundamental and serve a basis in understanding before moving on to more complex topics. So if you are listening to this uh, episode for the first time, or this is the first episode you're listening to, then please go back and listen to the other episodes. So today we are going to be talking about the relationship between the gut and the brain and what, uh, what type of relationship the gut uh, has for our body and how we can utilize it to um, change um, different perspectives of our health and uh, change different parts uh, of, our, of our life goals and what we want. Um, and also we can help utilize the gut health to um, battle pathologies and to utilize that strategy in order to help people. So especially around the, the first episode, I spoke about different types of common symptoms that people may have. And one huge symptom that is just an expression of an underlying cause is fatigue. Many people will complain of fatigue and fatigue. You could go onto Dr. Google right now and you can see a whole host of different pathologies, different types of conditions that have fatigue listed under as um, as their common symptoms. Um, so we're going to be tackling now to how fatigue comes into play and especially how we can look to the gut and how we can um, pay attention to how food influences our body, influence our gut, and later on will influence our brain in order to help figure out how we can understand better things like depression, autism, Alzheimer's, sleep, changes in hormones, and also what's very well known to uh, most part of the world is sports performance. You know, uh, it's not always about like the, you know, more negative things, uh, but we can also utilize um, gut, brain, food, health in order to optimize what we want in order to make ourselves bigger, better, and stronger. So what I want to start off with is that this whole concept of our gut being a influential part of our health is not new. I mean, Hippocrates talked about the importance of the gut and knowing where pathologies can arise from. And it's crazy to think that such a long time ago, this person understood the importance of what goes in our body and the effects that it can have. So very, very, very observant. And that is uh, the main reason why we have uh, what, uh, the main types of research that we have going on today, the education. Uh, you can talk to different types of uh, physicians that all are emphasizing getting uh, your gut in order, in order to have your brain in order. So what I want to start off with is that 
there are many things that can um, interrupt how our gut will be able to digest our food. And one huge thing that can happen is the manner in which we uh, consume our food. So many of us, uh, especially in a very high stressful situation at work, uh, you're very busy, you really don't even have time to eat, so to say, during the day. So by the time you are able to get some food in, you're munching it down and you literally aren't even chewing your food and you're pretty much doing like a, a curb. If you ever remember that game where they just just sucked in <laughs> sucked in everything that is in sight and barely even chewed in, now it's down, down your throat and in your stomach. So one huge component in order for our, in order to give our bodies the best advantage to gain all the nutrients that could possibly be available in the food that we are consuming is the manner in which we chew. You probably remember in your household, your mom or dad or a, an adult of some sort telling you chew your food 20 times, 25 times, 30 times before you swallow and count all the times you chew. Well, that actually has some validity to it because if your food isn't, you know, so to say, like liquid before you swallow it, you're giving yourself a complete disadvantage um, for not only for how much your body can potentially absorb all the uh, nutrients that are in that food, but it also does not allow your body and your immune system to uh, get prepped for any type of pathogens that could be harmful to you. Because what's really important for today is not only understanding the importance of your, of your gut and your brain, but the immune system and our body's protection to the outside environment plays a key role. And it starts in our mouth right away. So we have our first step. We got the food in our mouth. We were chewing it 20, 25, 30 times or however many times it is necessary for the food particles to be small enough into a liquid form for it to, for it to be swallowed and then going down into our stomach. So we're going to continue on now down the path of as it's going down, the food enters your mouth, it goes on the esophagus, and now it hits your stomach. So in your stomach, we're going to have uh, stomach acid, and you probably have heard of the name already of the type of acid that is in there, and it's hydrochloric acid, so HCl, and that is a particular um, and very important type of acid that is necessary for the protein, the fats, and minerals to be prepped in a particular way in order for our body to have the potential to absorb those nutrients. Many, the most likely, if someone has, let's say, um, bloating, burping, indigestion, um, those types of symptoms or those types of complaints, a underlying cause or a root cause of how these symptoms or these effects happen in the first place 
is the power of our stomach acid. So some problems that can occur is that your stomach acid can be too little or the pH or the amount of hydrogen or the acidity or the level of acidity in your stomach is either, uh, it can uh, most likely is too high. So it's too alkalitic. It's too basic. It's not acidic enough. So if your stomach is not acidic enough, it doesn't have the potential to process the protein, the fats, the minerals um, that enter into our stomach. But also even probably more important is that our stomach acid is another function of our immune system. And here's how you have to think about it. If we don't have strong enough stomach acid or not enough stomach acid, the potential for our stomach to kill pathogens before it reaches our small intestine, because that's the next step after it hits our stomach, is diminished. So if, if people are having these types of common symptoms of, you know, uh, acid reflux, um, uh, di di uh, indigestion, burping, um, distension, sometimes even, sometimes even bloating, those are all indications that we as practitioners and especially as um, me providing information and education to the public in order to help better themselves in order to help other people is that you can utilize this, utilize this information in order to help better understand the possibilities of what, may, what might be happening with a family, friend, um, or a spouse or uh, a stranger that you might see. Um, you have a better understanding. So that is so huge. So let's just go back for a second. We have the importance of chewing our food properly. And after it gets into a liquid form, it going down our esophagus, just like, you know, just like a tube, just like a pipe going down into our stomach. And then it's going to be in going to the stomach and where uh, hydrochloric acid, HCl, that stomach acid is going to be uh, there and uh, it will produce and, um, you know, it will change throughout the day. But typically by the time you uh, are going to eat, it's going to be there and it's going to be processing the proteins the fats and the minerals in order for our body to absorb those nutrients and for the potential, I should say, in order to absorb all those nutrients. And it's part of our, um, it's part of our immune system. It's going to be protecting us. Uh, so if we have good stomach acid, not only can we gain the benefits of the food that we eat, but we also can protect ourselves from harmful pathogens because you also have to realize um, our body uses uh, different levels of acidity, like pH, and temperature to protect ourselves when we get sick. So just like if you got a common cold, um, or if you have any type of uh, pathogen that your body has a response in order to uh, increase its temperature, your body is changing and adapting um, in response to the internal an external environment, so what's going in our body and the things that are coming from the outside, in order to make a unfavorable 
environment for whatever pathogen or whatever, um, you know, adverse event that's going on in the body. So pH is one way, having um, a low pH so that it, it is acidic and having higher temperatures are strategies that our body has, hum the human body has, in order to take care of pathogens. So now what we're going to move on to is the connection between our gut and our brain. So a very important piece to the connection, a physical connection I should say, from the gut to the brain because there's a connection between the gut and the brain and the brain and the gut. And in order for our body to utilize a lot of the nutrients, there are generally two, there's two ways that our body can utilize these nutrients. And one of them is that the, the contents that go into our body need to go from the inside of our small intestine or, you know, our intestinal tract. And it has to be able to be absorbed through and enter into our blood. And this concept here, going from the inside of our intestinal tract, being absorbed and entering our blood is going to be the concept of outside to inside. So many people think once I chew my food, I swallow it, it's done. It's inside my body. But actually what you have to realize and what is very, very important is that it is not inside your body until it crosses into the blood. Okay, so that's the first concept that needs to be most uh, best understood. The second concept is that inside of our nerve, a very special nerve called the vagus nerve that is connected in many, many parts of our body, but we're just going to stick uh, just to the gut for right now. The, uh, the, the, ner the, the nerve that is connected, the vagus nerve from our gut to our brain and to our central nervous system transports neurotransmitters from our gut to our brain. So it's, it supplies it inside the nerve itself to the brain. And if you remember from the previous podcast, neurotransmitters are just ways that our nervous system uses messengers for our body to contract the muscle, to look left, to look right, for our body, for our stomach to digest. Any action that occurs, everything that you're doing, breathing, um, moving a muscle, like I said, all that utilizes neurotransmitters. And neurotransmitters come from different types of proteins. So if we want for if we want our body to have the ability to move and do all the things that we want, we need to have the proper protein intake. And if we want proper protein intake, we need to have good stomach acid. If we don't have good stomach acid, that stomach acid is not going to be breaking down the meat that we eat or the other types of proteins found in vegetables. In order for that to be absorbed 
into our blood through the vagus nerve in order for our body to actually utilize it. So I just want to take a step back for a moment and emphasize in order for our body to receive the supplies it needs to do its job, and it needs to have adequate chewing and adequate stomach acid in order for it to potentially be absorbed into the blood, travel around our body, and or travel through the vagus nerve in order for us, our central nervous system to gain its supply. So if you can imagine doing your you're doing your job right now it could be at an office it could be a construction worker um it could be a teacher could you imagine trying to do your job without having the proper supplies without having paper without having pens without having your your ipad or having or even having any students there i mean if you don't have your supplies if you don't have the things that you need in order to do your job how are you supposed to do it effectively and that is the same with nutrition and how our stomach acid and how our gut health works um so that is the best metaphor that i can give you in order for you to understand what is going on and what is very important in addition to or in regards to the gut and the brain relationship is that there's something called the blood brain barrier it is a separation from the blood to the brain and what what the takeaway message today is is that the gut blood barrier and the blood brain barrier so from the gut to the blood and the blood to the brain that type of um that type of those types of cells at each spot are the same in 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 the gut and in the brain so the importance of that is saying that the gut health and the brain health are intimately tied together and the health of the gut and the health of the brain are synonymous. It is the same. So we went through a lot of information today, so let's do a recap. So this is, I think, probably the third recap that we will be doing uh, today. So we talked about uh, the relationship between our gut and our brain. We talked about the importance of chewing our food properly in order for our immune system to be activated properly and for the food to be broken down um, well enough in order for our stomach acid to break it down even further and we have a relation we now know that the amount of stomach acid and the pH or the level of acidity in our stomach is super important because if it's not acidic enough then it, it does not have the best opportunity to break down the proteins, uh, digest the fats, minerals, all those important supplies that our body needs in order for it to move on to the small intestine and later for it to move into the blood or move from uh, with inside the vagus nerve to our brain. And that is pretty much what I want you guys to take away from today is the importance and you know, the anatomy, some of the physiology, the neurology, and the immunology to how, um, how our gut works and how it affects our brain 
and the importance of it. So we're going to conclude that for today, and we will continue on with this topic of a conversation next time. So just as a reminder that this podcast is not intended to give any type of medical advice, it's for educational purposes only. If you do need any type of help, please find a licensed physician in whatever location in which you live. And if you did enjoy this podcast, if you learned something, if you know that someone can benefit from receiving education on health in all aspects, please share it with them. Um, You can share it on Facebook. You can share it on whatever platform you want uh, in order for people to gain the information because that's the whole purpose of this podcast is that I I want the individual to have the ability to take care of themselves And once they can take care of themselves, they can help the community, they can help their friends, they can help their family members, their loved ones, and pretty much giving power to the people in order for them to understand the why and the how. And then you will be able to make your own decisions based on that. And if you can't, if you're having struggles with that, you know that you can reach out to a licensed physician, a a well-practiced um, member in society in, re- in regards to health, whether it be a chiropractor, a physical therapist, a medical doctor, a naturopath, a traditional Chinese medicine physician. So you have all these options, all these resources in order to help yourself. So take advantage of that. Take advantage of getting the education um, in order to understand for yourself. And then you're, you will be able, you'll be better able to understand what other healthcare physicians are saying. So um, thank you so much for listening. I had a great time discussing or discussing this topic of conversation and I hope to hear you guys next time. Please leave any comments or questions, comments or concerns um, on iTunes and I hope to uh, see you guys next time. All right, bye-bye.